Thanks for joining me this week on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports. And we're joined by Marisa Cochran. She's uh, a content creator. She's a kind of a writing coach. She she helps people uh, craft a compelling online copy. And uh, when they maybe when they get writer's block, she kind of gives them uh, a little helping hand and a little encouragement. She works with entrepreneurs, uh, helps to engage their audience, small businesses, uh, larger businesses, and uh, transform their creative ideas into... Uh, into words and and copy that gets clicked. So, uh, Marisa, thanks for uh, joining me this morning. Oh, thanks for thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, great to great to talk to you. And uh, we're kind of going maybe a little uh, off the reservation today. We're not really uh, t- talking hard hitting sports technology, but for people that uh, um, a lot of people write sports blogs. A lot of people now with the influx of of sports gambling uh, in many states, they've set up. Uh, uh, websites to uh, attract views and, and attract information, uh, give lines and give uh, gambling and betting advice on there. Um, you have a, uh, a service or a, kind of your website, the Copy Chat. Kind of give the uh, listeners a little overview of what that is and uh, what you do. Yeah, awesome. So, you know, I created the Copy Chat because a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs or even if, you know, you're in sports and, and you're getting on your getting online and you're trying to write something, you know, you might get caught up in, oh, my message isn't captivating enough or it's already been said by somebody else or what kind of stories, what do people want to hear? And I was finding that clients were really, you know, coming to me and just in the state of a writer's block or they felt like, oh, anything I write, it feels salesy. It doesn't really feel like anything you would read. So I decided to bring together kind of uh, 20 plus uh, leading experts, copywriters, business coaches, online strategists to all come together and give their proven strategies to, to create content that attracts clients, that makes money, and creates that, that movement online that people are trying to get. But, you know, when they try to do it themselves, they feel like they fail. Or, you know, I always say if you're, if you're an entrepreneur and you're selling stuff, sometimes it kind of comes across as you're, you're kind of like one of those 90s infomercials. So it doesn't feel like authentic or, or connected. So, you know, I brought these interviews together and each, each interview covers an aspect. So whether it's social media, it's SEO, it's blogs, it's websites, each episode's about, you know, 30 minutes. And on the other side of it, I think no matter what you listen to, you'll come out with at least one tip that you could apply to your writing. Uh, and so it's been really, really cool to see, to hear people come back and, and, and say, oh, wow, I feel like I have... You know, I, I don't feel that writer's block anymore. I feel like so-and-so gave me this tip, and now I can go and implement it. Because uh, I feel like when you go online, you read a lot of strategy, but there's not a lot of ways to implement it into your own writing. And that's what I really wanted to do, was to make sure that people walked away being able to implement something right away. Yeah, it's uh, it's easy to put words on, on paper or type words in, but to have those words mean something and to be of interest to... Uh, to your target audience is really another thing. So we'll go, Marisa, we'll go through uh, uh, some of the the things you talk about here, a lot of information uh, on the copy chat. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about is email. And I know some people maybe don't think email is relevant anymore. I get 400 to 700 emails a day, uh, mostly junk. Um, So, I mean, how can you still use, is it still possible to use email uh, to reach somebody or to pique somebody's interest? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, it's still reported that email is still the number one, you know, kind of ROI and that it is really still the way that if you, you know, if you want to reach your audience, it's, it's still 
still in the running, you know, so for anybody listening, you know, writing in general is not dead, and email isn't dead, it's just that we have to, we kind of have to be what, uh, what I call kind of like a pattern disruptor in somebody's email box, so you have to, you know, call out the person, I always say like even in, in a subject line, even if you're sending to more than one person, right, you always have to, you always have to act like you are writing to one person, even if the email maybe is being sent to, you know, your, your email list or, or even five people, you always have to act like you're writing to one person so that when the person who's reading it, they feel that it's meant for them. They don't feel kind of like that, uh, like that spam equality. And even in your subject line, I would say your subject line is the most important part because that's how the email gets read, right? You know, you just said I have, you know, 400 emails coming through my inbox. Well, how do you know which ones you're going to, you're going to read? It depends. It's, it's the subject line. So I say, you know, make it, you don't be afraid to use someone's name in the subject line. Um, they say emojis can help you get uh, your emails open. I wouldn't say every email you send has an emoji because some people, you know, feel like, oh, that doesn't feel professional. Uh, but I would say once in a while that becomes a pattern disruptor. Uh, and in your subject line, starting with kind of um, like an active verb, you know, use this today to get more followers or you know, use something that's active in, the, in, in that first word. And then you can also try other things like how to get more. Let me say if I said use, use this today to get more followers. Maybe there's another one that says, you know, how to get more followers with this tip. You know, make it so that it would be something that someone would want to open as opposed to something they're, gonna, they're going to scroll by, if that makes sense. Yeah, def- definitely. Uh, that, that works for me a lot of times when I see uh, maybe they mention something uh, personal to me or something that uh, that's important to me and that will uh, will help get my attention. We're with uh, Marisa Kokoran. She's uh, the copy chat, thecopychat.com. Uh, great advice for uh, for writers and for people that aren't writers, maybe uh, helping get their point across. So, uh, Marisa, the next thing I want to just touch on, uh, social media. Um, again, something that's important, but maybe a lot of people use it uh, in the wrong way. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, one of our experts on the, the copy chat, uh, she's a great, she's a, you know, Facebook group expert and, and social media expert in general. Her name is um, Christina Jandali. And one of the things that she was talking about that I, that I think is important is that a lot of times we get caught up in the, uh, what she calls the engagement bubble. So people think, because we kind of had this rise of, like, influencers, right? Like, these online influencers that are kind of, like, taking selfies and posting stuff. And so you see, oh, they get all these likes and they get all these comments. So that must be what I, I need. I need likes and I need comments. But when you get caught up in, in the engagement bubble and it doesn't, it doesn't move your audience to take the next step. So what I would say is if you're writing a social media post, where, where can you add what we kind of call a CTA or a call to action? How can you lead them to take the next step with you? Whether it's to read a blog. So let's say, like, you know, I know you work with sports. If somebody wants to get somebody to go over and read a, a blog they've written about, you know, baseball or something, don't gift all the way in the post. Maybe if there's going to be five or six tips about, you know, this season and baseball, like what to expect, maybe instead you get maybe two of the tips in the social media post and then to say, okay, to read the rest, go here and give them that call to action to go to your blog, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're making sure that they are taking the next step with you. Oh, if you want to, you know, I, I created a one-sheet you know, sheet checklist for the game, and then in order for them to get that checklist, they have to leave the social media post, 
and go over to your website, and now they're signed up for your email list to get that checklist. So now you just gain a new person on your email list uh, who's more likely to read you because now they're going to see you in your in your inbox. So I'd say don't get caught in the engagement bubble. Figure out every post, how, what's my call to action here? And sometimes it might be engagement, and that's okay. Sometimes you might just want to get people to comment so that you can see who's reading you and who's, you know, who's, it, who's into what you have to say. But make sure that you're, you're taking it away from the platform because we forget that Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, we're just renting space there. So if those platforms went away tomorrow, you know, a lot of people wouldn't have a way to reach their audience, which is why your email list is so important and why I go back and say email isn't dead. No, that makes makes perfect sense. You're you're building engagement, and you're also building a rapport with uh, with your audience. I think as well too. So maybe two other things here that uh, um, are, are are getting uh, are popular or add a little uh, value to posts or to articles. Use of video uh, videos in posts or in uh, blogs or articles you're writing, and then also uh, maybe. Uh, Offering what you mentioned, offering a webinar. I think that that's been uh, a really a boom for a lot of people. Um, it puts you in the position of the expert and uh, kind of gives you control over maybe what content is is talked about or what content reaches the audience. So, uh, just talk briefly about uh, use of a video and uh, is it a good idea to put on a webinar when you have something uh, to say? Yeah, well, both of those things are both of those things are a yes, a must. So we talk about this a lot on the coffee chat. We actually have somebody, one of our experts, uh, Jackie, who's going to talk about, uh, you know, Facebook live tips, like going live on video. But this applies for anything, whether the video is recorded or, or not. Um, you know, video is definitely important. People are, are watching video. People, people want to, uh, you know, see you in that, in that medium. So I always say if there's a way for you to mix your writing with your video, you should do that. So maybe your post has a video attached to it and people can and people are able to watch it. Uh, sometimes I would say you can put a video right into your email or have your call to action be over to a video. Yep. And people get nervous about going on video, but don't. I would say done is better than perfect and start to practice because you want to practice now, let's say if your community is a little bit smaller. So as you grow and then somebody says, hey, can you do video? You're not totally... It's not a total surprise to you. You're ready for it because you've practiced it. So I would say Facebook Live is a great way to do that if you have, you know, tips you want to talk about or, or you know, you want to analyze something or, you know, you, you want to get yourself out there. I would say start on Facebook Live. That's a great way to do that. And then you can always save those videos and use, use, the good, you know, use them and upload them if you need them. So video is a must. And you also asked me about webinars. And I would say, yes, webinar puts you in control, you're able to, you know, you're the host, people, again, and then that's an opportunity for you to be on video as well. Even if you end up using slides, I would say always show your face first on the video, let, let them know on the webinar that you're there. A lot of people will do recorded webinars, pre-recorded, and I get why they might do that. They might be at that stage, but I would say if you're, if you're starting out or even if you're still trying to build your community, show up live and answer questions at the end of the webinar. Because, again, you are creating that kind of human-to-human connection. And the other thing I'll tell you about a webinar is don't wait. A lot of people will wait to sell at the end of the webinar. They think I have to, you know, give all the tips, and then I'll sell my, my program or I'll sell my, you know, whatever, my course or whatever. I would say 
take like a commercial break in the middle of the webinar and let them know that how you can help them by selling in the middle and then mention it again in the end. And we talk about this on the coffee chat. There's a whole episode, a whole interview devoted um, to webinars. Yeah. But just for a little taste of it, I would say, you know, don't don't wait to sell till the end. People get nervous to sell. Sell in the middle because people kind of don't hop off. People aren't going to stay the whole time. Yeah, good advice, especially uh, use of video in sports is really key as as evidenced by all the uh, replays and all the highlight shows on and also uh, uh, a webinar, uh, um, you know, p- puts you in the position of, of the expert and the leader and hopefully uh, uh, the people are uh, are listening to your your, your unique voice and uh, just uh, uh, great advice there with, uh, you know, putting what you're plugging in there in the middle and the end. A lot of people don't make it to the end uh, regarding, you know, maybe it's a time constraint or something. So you want to make sure you, you reach that. So, Marissa, uh, uh, where can people go to find out more about you, about the copy chat, and uh, any last-minute uh, bits of advice? Yeah, um, well, you can find me at uh, marisacorcoran.com, which is my name.com. That's my website. And the copy chat is thecopychat.com. And, yeah, the copy chat's still running uh, – which is great that people can hop on and still listen. This, this week we're doing SEO, which is really, really great for people to listen into. All those video tips will be this week as well, which, again, like you said, is, is really, really great uh, for sports. And I would say kind of my last tip, going back to the video, is making sure that you hook people in the right away in the beginning. So even if you're writing an email or you're doing the video, think about what are those first few lines. Because, you know, as humans, we have less attention span than goldfish. Goldfish have nine seconds, and we have eight seconds attention span. And then on your, on your phone, which is what most people are looking at, your mobile, it's flashed in half four seconds. Wow. So always think, you know, if you're, yeah, well, I know, right? Real science, by the way, you can look this up. But so you think about, just go up that four-second mark, you're on your phone. What's the first thing or the first hook in my video or in my email or in my post that, that's going to get somebody to read the next line? All you have to do is get them to read the next line. So what's that first thing have to be in the video? Um, and what's the what's the in the line? And if you think back about you were saying like recaps and, and sports and stuff, they hook you right away if you think about it, right? They get you. They, you know exactly they're going to show you the highlight. And they, the first thing they say is, is, is usually what's, what hooks you in for the rest of it. Yeah, the first thing they the first thing they yeah. say is is usually Tiger Woods or LeBron James. They mention the biggest names in sports, and that's uh, that that kind of uh, piques your interest right away. There, oh. so yeah. Yeah, and now you want to know. Now you want to know, like what 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 is what does Tiger do? What's LeBron? Yeah, and now you're into it because those it's recognizable. You can wrap your brain around those, you know. And also, it creates an image because you know who those people are, so you're invested. You already have there's an emotional connection you're drawing forth from the person. So, Great. Yeah. Great information, Marisa. Thanks for coming on. I invite everybody to uh, to visit thecopychat.com. Lots of great advice there and great content there. And let's hope people uh, have that attention span longer than eight seconds, Marisa, and they, they listen to this entire uh, podcast. So uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. appreciate it. Sure. Thanks. Thanks very much.